0: Hello, and welcome to Improvise D&D, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast where the levels are made up and the spell slots don't matter. We are about to take three adventurers on a quest of my making. I am Michaela Voigt, and I am our Dungeon Master for Arc 7. Our NPCs are completely out of my control, and they will be played by Kaylee Ravinsky and Bailey Pokorny. Hey! What up? Now to introduce our three amazing adventurers for Arc 7. First up. Salutations. My name is Barnabas Starlight Human Paladin.
1: I'm your local good boy. As a paladin, I have sworn an oath of devotion to my god, Tom. Perhaps you've heard of him. Tom, the loyal fury. Tom, the hand of righteousness. Tom, the quicker picker-upper. Day saved.
2: I, a booish gale swallower. Dragonborn Knight, which makes me half man, half dragon, but 100% loving dad. I'm lit, dab. Unfortunately, I'm not a dad yet, but I do have a dream that one day soon, I'll come home from my nine to five night gig, pop on my stump, open up a glass of mead light, because I don't need those pesky calories. We'll just talk about the day. (laughs) Oh, that is the dream.
3: I'm Dora Jones, a half-orc barbarian. Uh, half-orc half-barbarian as my mother was druid, but as my father was the chief of the tribe, you gotta do what daddy says, so... Anyway. Yeah, Dora Bashones, half-orc, half-barbarian.
0: All right, and before we get started, just a reminder that on this show, we take the dice as they come, and we will roll the d20 without any proficiencies or modifiers on this particular quest. We find our heroes on a chilly spring morning, with sleeting rain pouring down from the heavens. These three good boys finally arrive at a bleak crossroads that is only decorated with the statue of a king with a solemn face and the statue of a saint pointing to the northern road. The unmistakable cries of an infant child cut through the thick fog and just off the road, halfway sunk into the salt marshes, is a blue tent embroidered with the symbol of Agma. It is here that Quill Havencrest has requested that Barnabas, Dorabash, and Brutus meet him for a very particular task he thinks they're suited to.
4: You can hear Quill pacing inside of the tent as he's trying to calm this baby. Oh, yeah, sweet, sweet. I, I know, I know, I know. was okay. Just calm, calm, calm down. Oh, do do gods ever sleep? Do demigods sleep? What are you? Mm.
1: Brutus, Dorabash, I believe that tent
2: belongs to our friend! I hear he's with a child. Let's go inside! That's
3: curious. He did call us here, No,
2: he was in a relationship. Did you know he was
0: married? I had no idea! Oh my god, he has a kid too? Let's go check it out.
3: We proceed into
0: the tent. As the. Three enormous figures of this dragonborn knight, this half-orc barbarian, and this human paladin with a great sword at his side squeeze into this tiny cleric-sized tent. Oh. Uh, you are met with the sight of an extremely tired, even somewhat thin-looking quill. Like, he looks like he hasn't eaten in days.
4: I look up with bags under my eyes. Oh, thank... Thank, Hogma, you guys are here. Oh, hello, yes, uh... Thank you so much for coming. Uh, and, I, and I look towards Barnabas. Uh, Barnabas, did you, did you read my whole letter? I skimmed it. Okay. Perhaps
1: you could uh, uh, summarize it for us. Uh,
4: so I brought you all here for different reasons, but I think that you are the best adventurers in our guild for this job.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. That's a, oh, thank you. Thank you. Wow. All right, almost regretting <laughs> saying that. Now, no, uh, I, uh,
4: okay, so I hold up a glowing blue child with golden eyes, and you can see light that emanates off of this child. This uh, is the child of Torm. (sighs) Barnabas
1: immediately gets to his knees and uh, placates himself and, 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 and averts his eyes. Oh, sweet child of Torm, um, I heard that your coming would would be soon, but not this soon. Oh, you don't um, want
4: to you don't want to give him ego problems. He doesn't know he's you know. Let's 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 not make him feel too big for his britches. Yeah, I
1: have not it, even brought him any kind of gifts like frankincense, myrrh,
4: or or a mug.
3: It's just a baby.
4: Um, I I, I pull out a uh, little ring of plastic keys and I give them to Barnabas. Give him these again; he'll think it's new.
1: Here you are, child of Torm. Please take my humble offering of these. Keys.
0: Yes, will you please roll charisma to see if you charm. That is a six. <laughs>
2: not great. Well, I just so happen to also have my own set of toy keys in my pocket. I always keep it in my eye pocket at all times. That's kind of creepy. Uh, uh, you that you that never know when a baby weird. might come up. Yeah, I'd that also, makes it weird. The
0: baby is crying incessantly at this point. They're not interested in the keys.
2: Uh, what, about, what, about what about Brutus keys, keys? though? Let's roll for charisma. please, somebody. A
0: three. Uh, The baby whacks the keys out of your hands and continues crying until they see the keys on the ground, and then they go quiet and reach for them with grabby hands.
4: I just just let this little baby on the ground and let it go because it's going to do that anyway.
0: He must be really, really tired. He puts his baby on, like, literally muddy ground at the base of his tent. It's not covered. And the baby starts rolling around in the mud trying to, like, get some purchase. <laughs>
1: Quill, uh, how could you put the child of Torm on the dirty ground? I take off my tunic and lay it on the mud so that the baby can crawl on
4: it. I was raised in mud, is that wrong? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, no, all is the babies is? in the holy archives of Ogma, they were they were kept in the hen house, just in, we, we were actually left to fend for ourselves. That's horrible. I'm so sorry is that, that, that happened to you,
3: Quill. Hmm. Okay. Doesn't sound so bad Yeah, me. that's, yeah, I, I've,
4: I've talked to Dorabash about this all, and we, we have very normal childhoods. Yes. <laughs> yes. I grew up in a well, tent very similar yes, to this yes, one, Yes, they, yes, they let the child roll in the mud or else they won't get their uh, their proper immune system. Yes. You mean you didn't grow up with a, a, a guest pool?
1: A What's pool? It's a pool just for the guests it, to use. <laughs> uh, we,
3: um, we... Uh,
4: well, that way they don't have to use your pool. I had to... I took showers using used shower water buckets.
3: Well, that's lucky.
1: I took showers in buttermilk for the complexion. Yeah, we've had different upbringings. I took a bath once a month in yes, the local yes, the, river, but whatever. The
4: great librarians of Ogma said it kept us humble if we were constantly abused.
1: Ah, well, if whatever makes you humble, I suppose. Uh,
4: I I I check on the baby.
0: <laughs> the baby has thoroughly mucked up Barnabas's pristine tunic, and the sleet storm continues to pound on the tent above, punctuating this conversation with. Uh, inclement weather. It is nasty outside. And uh,
1: so right now, now all I'm wearing is uh, bracers, boots, my belt with my sword, and woolen underwear. I can see the buttermilk is
4: helping with your complexion.
2: Mm- oh, thank you. Mm.
4: So, uh, Qu- Quill. Yes? Since when have you had a child? Uh, well, as, as previously stated when I was giving you this quest, this is not my child. This is the child of Torm.
3: Praise be. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes,
4: and I, I, I certainly did not make it with Torm. Um, Oh, that would be so awesome. Okay. Um... I'm <laughs> saving myself for Tom. <laughs> Do you not know this? <laughs> gonna so so Ugh. you take uh, I, I lift the child because this is gonna take a minute.
0: <laughs> so you as soon as Quill touches the baby, the baby starts squirming and uh, screaming. Oh, oh no, oh, okay, oh this is a good time to
4: mention this, everyone. I I I I, I give I give the child to Dorabash because Dorabash hasn't failed a charisma saving throw
0: yet. As you hand off the baby to Dorabash, a sort of bluish energy emanates from Quill's mouth and into the baby's mouth, as if it is sucking it out of his body like a race. So
4: a good time to mention, uh, gods uh, are not born as gods or devils at all, uh, but uh, they feed off of prayer, holy energy, or sin or evil. So basically, whatever this little baby eats, he, he will become. Uh, so which is why I didn't bring any of our stock evil characters for this quest. Uh, so, basically, please make sure this child does not consume any sin or evil, or they will grow up into a devil.
2: Mm. This kind. is what fatherhood is all about. Sort of, yeah. Yeah.
4: This- we must
1: protect this child and make sure he is not influenced by evil. <sighs>
3: yeah. But why are we responsible for it? Uh, Why did we suddenly get put in charge of Torm's baby?
4: Oh, uh, Because I... W- well, I w- well. He- here's the thing. Torm's child was born because Torm inhabited Guy Anonymous uh, on a uh, trip in uh, Las Pegasus. And then the baby no. was just left because when Torm inhabits a human, when it leaves, the vacuum of holy energy creates life. Uh, so this baby was left there. And <laughs> you, you think that frocks, Guy Anonymous, or Caustic are going to take care of this baby? No, it's, it's going to be Papa Quill. Well, Quill, Very thank noble. you for
1: taking care of this baby so far. But you can trust the three of us, (sighs) to carry it further. That means Uh, a lot, yes.
4: And and, and I I would take care of this myself, I really would, but this baby is eating all of my holy energy. Unfortunately, myself being an aasimar is not working to my advantage. Uh, Barnabas, uh, it's probably going to feed off of your holy energy, but there's something so... uh, It's like you never get tired. Uh, uh, It's probably because you're constantly healing yourself and no one else. That's
1: true. I am constantly healing myself with my faith. Also, the buttermilk. Mm -hmm. uh so
4: uh i i i reach into uh my my roughly blue jacket and i pull out a small uh brown leather bag and i and i unzip it uh so this has these are very fragile i do the 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 pointer finger and and middle finger to eyes on all three of them these are very fragile bottles filled with holy formula of my own holy essence don't ask how i got it um uh. and the baby needs to be fed every hour with this holy energy and do not break it or else you will have to find another way to feed
2: this child. All right. Let's adjust our sundials right now. No, of course. One hour. S- yes. yes. 1 hour currently I'm in a tent.
0: F- Brutus, do a quick survival trick for me. 2. 2. Uh you think you've got it pretty well tuned on your wrist there, your little mini sundial. However, you hear the rain outside and you wonder if that's going to be an issue for telling time.
2: I wonder, but I think it'll be fine. Mm. Uh, I, I reach into my uh,
4: into the other side of my my ruffle jacket, and I pull out uh, a time crystal. Uh, and I look at each of them, and I'd like to I'd like each of you to uh, to roll to
3: look responsible.
0: Yeah, go <laughs> ahead and roll. Ooh. Who do I we'll trust? We'll say persuasion for now. I got
2: a seven.
3: I got a 1.
0: Mm-hmm. And Barnabas Starlight has
4: a 13. I begrudgingly give it to Barnabas. Ah. <laughs> this will tell you what time it is and it will actually, uh. It will alarm. Sorry, I'm just so tired. It'll, the small blue alarm will, will pulse when the baby needs to be fed. Excellent. Does it adjust for time zones? Um, probably. Day saved. <laughs> Okay, uh, you guys are taking this child to the, uh, abbey of the Saint Mercy of Torm. So if you go, if you guys see the great statue of the saint, it's pointing you down the pilgrim's path, and at the end lieth the abbey. (sighs) And there, there will be many, many monks that are so used to taking care of gods, it's scary. Uh, I haven't been there, or else I'd have word recalled myself. Uh, so, and I'm far too drained from, uh, a full week of rearing this child. Uh, so, uh, does anyone have any questions? for
0: Quill, you notice. Actually, I'm gonna have Barnabas roll a quick insight on Quill. Just see, uh, see how he's doing. Ten. Ten. Quill looks rough. Uh, like uh, literally on death's door. If he doesn't get away from this baby soon, he might need serious medical attention. Quill, it's
1: it's clear that you've had your hands full for too long, and you need uh, a dad
4: alone night. Yes. Go. My hands and my wings, and I actually uh, outfurl my wing, and I take off a diaper bag on the right wing, and on the left wing, I pull out a little bag of shaky toys. Little and down
0: and feather falls to the mud.
4: Yes. Uh, here, here you go. Oh. Yes, and, and please
1: enjoy yourself, and treat yourself to a meal or a play. Oh. <laughs> Should you find a traveling. Uh, Band of players, of course.
4: Oh, yes, I. Those things cost money.
1: Anyway, I take the baby outside the tent and begin to sing to it. Our Tom is an awesome Tom, he reigns from Tom's hearth above with wisdom, power, and love. Our Tom is an awesome Tom.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you cute and mighty? Will f- leans back in the tent into the little <laughs> camping chair that he brought. And with a sigh of relief, he says, they'll probably not fuck this up. And he falls asleep.
0: Uh, remind me, who among your party has taken uh, custody of the baby and the supplies?
3: You have uh, the baby, so I guess yeah. I'll carry at least the, the jingly keys. Or the All right, doors. Dora
0: Bash is carrying the very, very fragile baby bottles of uh, Quill's holy essence. <laughs> I also have the time
2: crystal. Right. Yeah, it seems like a lot of the responsibility has gone to everyone else except for Brutus, and my whole shtick is being the dad, so maybe I should take some responsibility. Don't you think? Something.
3: You can hold on to the bag with the toys. I'll take it. Cool.
2: Look at us. Three men and a baby. Yes.
3: Oh. Three.
0: As the sleet storm intensifies, um... Barnabas, you've already said that you're wearing wool undergarments, so you're feeling pretty good for right now. But mm. what are Brutus and Dorabash doing to uh, resist the effects of the inclement weather, this overbearing cold?
2: Well, I am covered to the hilt with my armor, as I have chainmail covered from my chest to my belt buckle. My whole body's just covered in armor, and I'm using my dragonborn breath to keep myself warm. <sighs>
0: Right, okay, that's awesome. So you're not going to have to roll a constitution saving throw to resist the exhausting effects of this rain. Dorabash, you are probably in some sort of barbarian hide armor, right?
3: Yes, I, um, I have, well, mostly just have my fur uh, fur vests that I wear with my shoulder brace. Um, torn up pants, shorts, jean shorts, if you will. Yes, nothing right. too extensive.
1: That's a fur vest? I thought you were just a hairy guy.
3: Oh, uh,
1: really? All of this? I mean, I like it. I just didn't realize it was clothing. Did you think I just ne- didn't wear a shirt this entire time? Kind of, yeah. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, I'd like to uh, put my dirty tunic back on. Ah, thank you. Hmm.
0: Dorabash, I'm going to have you roll constitution as you uh, sort of carry all of this fragile baby equipment.
3: That's a seven?
0: That's a seven. Uh, you begin to get sort of involuntary shudders and shivers, um, you are going to risk taking a point of exhaustion if you continue to travel in this weather. As you sort of start to shiver, um, Barnabas, uh, as you were singing to the, to the baby, you felt some of your holy essence going into its body as it sort of absorbs your energy, sustaining it for a little while. As you have this point of connection with the child of Torm, you see almost sort of behind your eyelids when you blink this flaming crown. And as you scan the path, roll Perception, the Pilgrim's Path up ahead, the Saint pointing northward towards the Abbey. Scanning the Pilgrim's Path, and I have rolled a six. A six. Um... This flaming crown seems to be coming from sort of all directions, like a sunspot in your eye after you've stared too long at the sun. Uh, you can't determine its direction, but you know you're supposed to be heading northward. This seems to be some sort of omen derived from the connection between you and this child. Um, I have an ability to sense evil. Do I sense evil from
1: this crown?
0: Mm. It's too far out right now for you to determine the alignment of whatever entity is putting out this beacon to you mm. and the child. Well. You'll have to get closer to find out.
1: There's only one way to find out what this beacon is all about, and that is to get closer. But
4: I must warn you, we are being watched. Quill is what? dragging himself along the mud, and you didn't see him until he <laughs> grabbed your, your ankle. Ah! Oh, <laughs> hey, sorry. I would walk if I could. Uh, one more thing uh... be careful uh... if you name the child there's a great power in naming uh... you could actually affect the deific forces in this world so i mean i don't wanna i don't wanna uh... harsh the creative mellow here uh... if a name that that doesn't seem like it's going to be like a destroyer's name so try saying the name comma the destroyer if it's sa- if it sounds right don't name the child that or you could just let the monks name it which is what i would uh... encourage but and then quill just like his face falls into the mud face first and he just will sleeps.
0: Okay. I just rolled a saving throw for Quill as another uh, piece of divine energy siphoned <laughs> off him. Uh, his eyes fall shut. He seems completely exhausted, out cold in the hail. Oh.
2: I tuck Quill in and say, good night. You're just going to leave Wait, him out here in the tent? Leaving hill? him in the mud? Yeah, look. Uh, He's a tired dad. Yeah, I, y- I know what it's like. You yeah, can just then. fall asleep. He needs this. There's sleet <laughs> falling. Shouldn't we just put him in the tent?
3: Yes, I'll pick him up. God, what a monster. Yeah, I'm going to uh, pick him up and carry We are burning
2: daylight right now.
0: We Dora Bash, get- usually you would be able to pick Quill up. No problem. But you are freezing. You're going to have to roll for it. Oh,
3: God. Um... It's an 18.
0: That's pretty good. Uh, you sling him over your back, and as you do, you hear one of the bottles of holy energy shatter as it, as it uh, hits your knapsack, his head.
3: Uh, fuck. Just keep the um, bottles safe. Sh- don't use that language around the child. Um, and they don't know what we're saying. I could say shit, fuck, whatever. I That's no, all he's right, going to say, the going squares, to say now.
0: Uh, you see them sort of manifest physically in the air before you, the fog swirls and then goes into the baby's mouth. They've eaten the swears.
3: All right, maybe you're right.
1: Quill, didn't Quill say that whatever
2: energy we put out, this child is going to absorb? So we need to be positive role models. Yes. How about say three nice words right now um, to offset the evil words you just said?
3: Um, love. What? Uh, uh, you're nice. Mm. And Two. Does That that counts. Okay, and, some um, words, I don't know. Uh, peanut butter. Uh, I like peanut butter. I'm a big fan. Um, well, I hope he's not allergic. Mm -hmm.
0: A little ball of orange fog coalesces from the kind words, and the baby eats them sort of reluctantly, as if they are taking their vegetables.
1: Brutus, Dorabash, what say you we start heading down,
2: uh, the Pilgrim's Path? I agree. I draw my sword and begin to walk with you. All right,
0: who is leading the party?
2: I have no responsibility, so I will go first.
0: All right, as you go first, you don't particularly uh, notice Dorabash sort of discreetly tossing Quill to the side of the road.
3: I just lightly tossed him into the tent.
0: A light toss into the tent with uh, its embroidered symbol of Agma, which you figure will hopefully protect him uh, from any marauders on the road, his Uh, god may intercede. Brutus up at the front. Make a quick survival check as you begin your journey down the Pilgrim's Path. I got a 15. A 15. uh, You are able to stop the party um, after you've made maybe a mile, two miles progress down the road. uh, Because before you uh, is a very treacherous area. The Pilgrim's Path seems to be overcome by a miry swamp, marshy and unstable. Barnabas, you see a faint glimmer of light at the very far end of this swamp where the path seems to actually continue, maybe a quarter mile off, but there appears to be no way through this swamp, but across it.
3: Is the swamp uh, plenty? There is a lot of uh, algae and muck and mire in the swamp.
0: Make a nature check, Dorabash. Since your mother is a druid, you may have picked up some knowledge from her
3: a four, so I guess not. No, not at all. Hmm.
0: You don't remember your mother teaching you anything particularly about swamps? She was more from a forest region. Her expertise did not lie here.
3: Hmm. Well, it's definitely a swamp.
1: We must get across to the other side, for I see a light beyond. Brutus, don't you have a favored mount that might be able to take us across?
2: Ah, uh, yes, my favored mount. do do I summon my
0: mount... From behind, uh, you see a sort of stray moose <laughs> walking through the forest that previously had been content to leave you all alone. Ah, Travis! Uh, suddenly, glow with this uh, this energy from <laughs> from Brutus.
4: Look at that, that random moose. The moose licks Brutus in the mouth, and
2: uh. I lick Travis back in the mouth. <laughs> 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 All right, moose. <laughs> Help me and my friends. The moose's
0: uh, tall legs allow it to walk on the bottom of the swamp without uh, sinking too deep in that it can't uh, breathe.
2: All right, Travis, you're going to have to guide us and take us on your back across this swamp.
4: Do you think you could do it? I, the Moose Travis, would like to roll intelligence to see if I understand what he's saying in common, and also if I know <laughs> how to get out of this swamp.
0: Sure thing, Travis.
4: I'd also like to roll for confidence to see, even if I don't know, how confident of my answer I am. Sure. <laughs> That's a seven for the knowledge.
0: Uh, you speak- That's a 19 for the confidence. You speak Druidic, which mm. is a very specific Sylvan language uh, derived from elemental and natural forces. You do not speak common. You're pretty confident in your ability to get through this swamp. However, these are three beefy warriors. You do not think you can carry all of them.
4: Mm. I, using a series of a well-known between Brutus and I head tilts and eye contacts, I look to the other adventurers and then I slump my back to say, they're too heavy for old Travis.
2: No, no, no. I would like to use heroic inspiration. (laughs) Limits are not real. (laughs) You can do whatever you want as long as you believe in yourself. Your personal best might be 600 pounds, but not today. It's going to be 900 because you could carry each and every one of us because you have the will of A (laughs) dragon! Travis, you are the moose that's gonna guide us through this swamp and protect this child.
0: Brutus, in your rousing speech, it is so good that you do not need to roll to see if it succeeds. The moose is filled with an great inspiration. However, the baby becomes very scared of the moose. It's alright, little one. It's 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 a favorite mouse. The baby's shrieks echo out across the swamp. You're sure anyone within a mile radius probably can hear it. Uh, Quite the baby! (laughs) Come on, he's he's your Uh, god. Is uh, he not? uh, Come on! I sing another lullaby.
1: Ah, Tom, we lift your name on high. Tom, we love to sing your praises. Mm.
3: I'm so glad you're in my
1: life I clop
4: my hooves with the beat I'm so oh. glad
1: you came to Oh, it's working on the <laughs> <finger> mouse too <laughs> the I'm so glad we came to save You came from Torm's heart to earth Who <laughs> the away From the earth to the tea Our dead
0: <laughs> to pay. I think it's working
1: From the tea Let's. to the grave From the grave to Tom's heart <laughs> We lift your name
0: on high Real quick persuasion or performance to see if the baby is calmed. 16. 16, that's success. Uh, the baby uh, consumes your song in this sort of divine light that uh, bleeds into its ears. And you feel yourself weaken uh, as if you haven't eaten all day, although you had quite a hearty breakfast. Um, as the energy is pulled from your body, you see clearly now a crown of flame leading your way across the swamp, this sort of blazing light that directs you northwards. Uh, Now concentrating in the direction of the abbey. Team, it seems that this flaming
1: crown has gained in strength and it's definitely leading us toward the abbey but I cannot sense if it is good tidings or bad.
3: Wait a minute. Flaming crown? You haven't mentioned Oh, was that
1: just in my head?
3: I... Are yeah, you being led oh, by a... Yeah. For a
1: while we, 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 now, I've t- been sensing a flaming uh, <laughs> crown that's been guiding our path. Sorry uh, I didn't t-
2: bring that okay,
3: up. Great. Oh, I just thought you had an intuitive sense of direction. But no, right. no, sense. no, not yeah. at all. God, all right.
2: If we're going to be in a relationship and raising this child, we got to be honest with one another. I'm, communication is going to be key. When uh. you see a flaming crown, we need to know right away so we can deal with it as a family. All uh. right. Well, uh, I, I, as
1: I mentioned, I don't know uh, what this crown means at this point. So... Do you think we should continue down this path toward the crown, or should we go another way? I think we should follow it.
0: The moose seems ready to, uh, with its renewed inspiration, mm. carry you across this swamp.
2: Yeah, I've done this before. It's only gonna last for like an hour, and then he's gonna lose all motivation, so we gotta yeah. get going now. All right, let's hop on the moose. Once we
3: climb
0: time. up on the moose. All right, as you climb up onto the moose and begin to make your slow way across this marsh, uh, you see the mud and water. Inside, there are faint, wispy lights. But since you are outside of this particular slough, you are not sucked underneath. And uh, let's just roll a quick dexterity save, each of you, to see if any of this muck touches your skin.
2: I got an 11. I got a 10. What about I got a 16.
0: What about old Travis? Okay, Travis. That's a 9. That's a 9. So Travis having rolled the lowest number, is that right? Uh, As you near the other side of the swamp, you see Travis's eyes sort of take on this sad cast, and Travis begins, even though Travis is sitting on the bottom of the swamp, to sink slowly into this slough, uh, into a deep sadness and depression. Travis, no! I...
2: I pull his reins. No, Travis, no. don't leave. No. Uh, Travis! I, no, please don't go. Oh, I tra- no.
4: I, Travis, begin to monologue in Druidic, which only Dorabash can understand. Oh, it's never the same since my wife left. Oh. oh, there's something about this swamp. Just makes me miss my dead family. Oh. You
0: see, Travis is now um, up to his moosey
4: chin in the marsh. People really don't respect the mental health of mounts.
0: DM,
1: I'd like to place my hand upon this moose's head and cast Bestow Hope upon him.
0: All right, your divine energy uh, passes into this animal, but usually this particular spell is used for the faithful um, and the human or humanoid. This is a beast, so you're going to have to roll to see if it's effective. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, Travis's eyes take on a brighter sheen. Oh,
4: Luann would have wanted me to continue. Ever since I was left in that old battlefield to die, and then my new papa, my new dad, Brutus Scale Swallower, found me, and he gave me a collar, and he looked me into the eyes, and he said, "Wah wah 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 wah,"
0: and I knew that that meant you're home, Travis. You're home! Travis burst out of the swamp, <laughs> muck splattering everywhere, but now that you are all safely on the other side on the Renewed Pilgrim's path, you are safe from the swamp. Also bursting out of the swamp with Travis is a set of strange glowing bones. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha,
2: they saved! Whoa, what? Well, I, n- I nuzzle Brutus. Oh, I nuzzle you back, and I start licking your mouth. <laughs> the baby okay.
0: seems very fixated on these glowing bones.
1: Is, uh, DM, uh, are we able to tell what animal or creature these bones came
0: from? Uh, without a roll, Barnabas, you are easily able to determine that these are humanoid bones, and they're glowing with a faint energy that suggests they're. A magical, B potentially saintly. Ooh, I like saintly. Uh, I'd like to pick up one of
1: the bones and uh, and give it to the child. Don't we
3: think that should be a group decision? But whatever. I mean. I, oh, I'm
1: sorry. I, you know what? I've been. I'm so used to doing things on I'd, my own.
3: I just feel like giving a baby a glowing bone sounds like a bad idea. But that might just be me.
1: Even if the bones saintly.
3: Do we know if it's saintly?
0: The I mean, baby begins teething on the bone and uh, stops crying for the time being, whether they be saintly or not.
2: Hi
4: okay. Travis, am also chewing one.
2: Oh, Travis, you deserve one. I rub
0: mm-hmm. your, your throat.
3: <laughs> Seems to be working with the baby, so I guess it's fine for now.
1: I mean, little Toby is being quiet. Yes, Mm -hmm.
0: as the baby quiets down, you will no longer have to roll with disadvantage for stealth. Moving down this road, it is more and more likely that you might be beset by bandits or dangerous forest spirits. Hear that, Toby? We're going to be a lot safer
1: now that you're quiet.
3: Mm. Is it supposed to be Toby the Destroyer? Didn't Quill tell us to test that out with us? It doesn't sound like a destroyer to me. Well, I, I thought he said that we should not name it anything that made it sound like
1: a destroyer. Did I
5: misunderstand?
1: Every oh. single time
5: correct. these adventurers say the destroyer, baby Toby crackles with a black, lightning like energy.
4: Oh. Oh, that's, that's a new trick,
3: Toby. Whoa. Toby the Wonderful, the Lover.
4: Every time they say Wonderful and the Lover, Toby glows with a warm, effervescent light of blue.
2: Toby the Right Down the Middle. The baby shrugs. Nice. All right, let's go for that medium sweet spot. Uh, okay. Yes.
0: All right, Toby, let's continue down this path. Alright, uh, do you take Travis with you, who's chewing on the bones of this ossified saint? I look to Dorbash and say, hey, get have
2: Travis come with us. Tell him to come with us. You can talk to him, right? Uh, yeah. Let's answer the family.
3: Travis.
0: Dorbash, how good is your druidic?
2: Well,
3: I'm, um uh, fairly professional. Like, a 2 level of druidic, so. Hey, uh, hey, hey, big guy. You, uh, hey. you, um, you want to come with us? want to keep hanging out with your good pal, Brutus, uh, Brutus, yeah. mm. And us?
4: I, lo- I look at the party. I look at these bones. <laughs> <laughs> Dungeon Master, I'd like to roll willpower. You can bring it Alrighty. To see if you can- Seventeen! I just picked one of them up and I was like, I can do both!
3: Yeah, you can carry oh, that bone if you want to. I'll
4: come with you, what's your name?
3: Dorabash. Dorabash, yes. I'm Travis. Oh well, yes, I gather, gathered that when yeah, when so Brutus called you that.
4: You're you're a druid. You don't look like a druid with that fuzzy vest.
3: Um half druid. And really, it's just uh, on my mother's side. I tr- I try to embrace that side of myself. Oh, there.
0: that's great. Yeah, yeah. You all bit. continue to walk down this road. Um, roll quick perception for me, Dorabash, as you approach. Strange trees. 18. All right. You actually do see what is written on these quote-unquote strange trees. Inscribed on each of them in Druidic script are various helpful hints and warnings. So pointing behind you to the swamp is, Beware the Slough of Despond. And pointing up ahead is a note that says, Beware the Cross of Torm. What? And nothing more. Those of you who read Common see uh, more of those saintly statues pointing north that read to the abbey of saint mercy of torm up ahead the beacon which now barnabas you can see pretty clearly uh lights the road through these miserable marshes hail begins to form very very large hail uh comes down and starts really hurting y'all um there is a cave though further up the path Well, team,
1: uh, I'm fine because I can just cast Shield of Faith. However, how are you feeling?
2: Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I think we can go uh, a few more hours.
3: Well, I'm fine. I don't know about you guys, but yes, I feel fine. But are you guys able to read these signs as well as I am? Uh, I don't. I just want to know how close you are to Torm, because there's a sign here about him.
1: Uh, What's it say? I'm a big fan. So
3: beware of his cross.
1: Beware Tom's cross. Yes. That's counterintuitive. Torm is uh, usually a, a, a being of goodness, unless he's, <laughs> unless he's in a mood, of course.
3: Then he gets to smite town. But oh. I
1: think if we're all acting on our best behavior, Tom will bless us, as he has blessed me.
3: So is it safe to assume that whoever wrote this message just got on Tom's bad side for a tiny bit? Perhaps. All right. I guess I,
1: we can go think, with that. What do you think, little Tobias? How's your daddy feeling today? I,
5: And as he says, Tobias, the baby crackles with a black lightning-like energy. (laughs) The
0: lightning shoots out, hits one of the trees with with a shudder, cracks in two and falls to the ground, sending a thunderous sound out throughout this area of the forest. In the distance, you hear little rustles um, of something approaching. The cave might serve as cover from whatever is coming your way.
1: Uh, Toby's back to drawing attention. Perhaps we should go
3: into the cave. As soon as you uh, say
4: Toby, the black crackling lightning fizzles away.
3: Well, yeah, we should probably hide out in there until, like, the danger passes. What do you think, Bruce?
2: I say we charge into the cave. Full force. Oh. I draw my sword to run in.
3: I don't think there's anything in there, but sure, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll make take sure. up my axe just in case.
1: I'll draw up the rear to protect the child.
2: Oh. Trevor. We- <laughs> Wow! You take up, uh, you just stay outside, keep guard. You probably can't fit. Travis <coughs> stares at
4: you, but like one of his eyes just kind of drifts. You can he, <laughs> you don't know if
2: you he heard all that. All right, I charge into the cave, swinging, without any, not looking. Rolled a hit. Four.
0: Four. Uh, Brutus, you swing blindly as you run into the cave, and you actually run headlong into uh, what is apparently a sort of six-foot-tall pillar, about as wide as you are. Um, As you hit it, you feel your nose break, even though it's a dragonborn nose. It's a little smaller. You just, ah, and there's, like, blood coming out. Um, You also taste this sort of strange saltiness on your tongue and you look back at this pillar that's standing before you there are several more pillars inside this cavern as if um they're all sort of irregularly spaced apart clustered in different spots and you've just run into the one right at the front
2: Uh, guys there's something in this cave
3: look away from me please please i don't want to look at the blood
2: i don't want to look at the blood oh yeah sorry sorry Um, uh uh Oh god. Quick, I Brutus! C- use your faith to heal yourself. I don't have any faith.
0: Oh, we'll get some quick. Dora Bash, please roll a Wisdom saving throw to resist the blood uh, frenzy and rage that's coming uh, up inside of you. Oh god, it's nineteen.
3: Nineteen. Very uh, deep inside. Bury it deep inside. Like the feelings. Very deep inside. The child of
4: Torm reaches out its little chubby, squishy hand towards Brutus, like it wants to get closer. What's that, little Toby? You want to touch
1: Brutus' busted
4: face? Uh, The child bats his little chubby little hand against Brutus' face to cast... Regeneration. And blue beams of energy shoot into his nostrils, healing his broken nose and mending the bone.
0: With your scent restored, Brutus, you can now definitively say, that's salt. The pillar was made out of salt. All of these pillars are made out of salt. This is a weird cave. It seems that this is a salt cave. You can also smell a sharp uh, tint of blood, so dried blood somewhere in this cave, but you you don't necessarily see it because your vision is so low in this light.
2: Well, I would like to use fire breath to cast a light inside the cave so I can see uh, what's inside.
0: Alrighty. As you cast fire breath, uh, you see that this cave is really large. Um, And strangely, there seem to be like some abandoned campfires and bedrolls in here. You see that the smear of blood is towards the back. You also see that this cave is filled with beautiful uh, cave drawings um, and a little bit of druidic script here and there. Um, In the back of the cave, there seems to be a sort of dark burrow, but you'd have to get closer to investigate that.
2: All right, Dads. It seems like there was a slaughter of some sort here. I think we just need to stay towards the front. Maybe some druid on the wall. Dorbash, you can Rel- read, right? Relatively. Relatively, like, okay.
3: Like, a, like a high, above high school level, but yeah, fairly well.
2: All right, we're going to put you to the test on the spot right now. Can you read these druid markings?
3: Yes.
0: I'm going to have you roll perception, Dorbash, as you investigate the cave. Never mind. More investigation. Let's make an investigation.
2: A four. A four.
0: Okay. Uh, Dorabash, you get lost in the cave paintings lining the wall, the flowers, the rites of spring and winter, and the people who maintain them depicted all across the stones. You also see at the far end, near the smear of blood, um, a tree that seems to be horned like an elk um, with little points of white... And yellow paint all over as if uh, stars are adorning its crown. You unfortunately uh, are only able to see of the burrow next to it, this sort of aberration inside the cave. You smell a strong scent of wet fur and burnt pine, and the burrow is caved in.
3: Hmm. Doesn't seem like we should be in here. I don't know that I feel like you might have been right that there was some sort of attack in here.
0: Outside the cave, um, the rustling gets louder and louder. I'm gonna have you all roll stealth to see if the creature outside. I got is. a nine. And I got a 10. 15. 15, we're gonna take the highest of the rolls just because you guys did find those bones to quiet the baby with. So you are able to use that to get a sort of triple advantage I guess on the roll. Uh, with a 15, the rustles fade away, as does the hail, and the road seems clear for the time being.
2: We need to get out of here right now. Something—I feel it in my bones. Something is coming.
3: Oh yeah, we definitely shouldn't be in this cave longer than we want to be. So.
1: Well, if it's safe to leave, I say we continue on uh, the Pilgrim's Road and head all the way to the Abbey. Huzzah! That
0: was- Continuing along the road, the hail and snow seems to abate. Um, Up ahead, you see two faithful travelers apparently heading northwards as well towards uh, the Abbey of St. Mercy. One of these pilgrims uh, is a sort of dreamy-eyed paladin-looking fellow with a self-satisfied stride and heavy pockets. The other pilgrim is a monk who's apparently chastising themselves with a whip and chanting in incomprehensible incantations. (laughs)
4: Hey. Uh, All right there, big guy?
5: How uh, Would you look there now, Locatius. We have a, what is it, a polycule, a, a trio of daddies, a, a band of traveling performers. Uh, what are what you three? I think these
4: might be adventurers. We
2: are three oh. traveling adventure dads. Hmm off to uh, Dad's fa- To fatherhood. You believe that, Darius?
5: Oh, well, I do believe that now that they say it, yes. Oh. Well, hail and well met you three. Yes, Darius,
1: you seem to be a paladin, is that correct?
5: Ah, oh, I am a paladin. Are you too uh, a paladin? Uh, oh, yes. I am also a paladin, and it's a
1: pleasure to see someone else pronounce it the way it's intended.
5: Certainly, I I can see there from the, the sigil on your uh, very muddy tabard mm. that you must be of Torm.
1: Ah, yes. Uh, I, that is true, I am. And you?
5: Oh, I am formally of Helioic faith, but I am making my pilgrimage to the Abbey to uh, uh, seek some higher knowledge.
1: Ah, day saved. Uh, we have been traveling for quite some time, and we have had some trouble along the way. Is there any reason that we should fear any danger ahead?
5: Well, danger ahead? Well, you are facing us, too, are you not? I, I like that color. I dare say if you're a venturer of any sort of colour worth bearing, uh you are the danger, I'd say. I am the danger, Lacatius is the danger, and if you were worth any of your might, you three are the danger as well.
4: No worrying about danger if you're the most dangerous thing in the woods, that's that's fair that's I where my father it, but there's great danger out
3: there you know what I'm saying
4: no, certainly there are is. monsters roaming these woods and these swamps uh, they're always looking for something of worth to uh, pull down into the murky depths yes um,
5: but
3: if but you make the monsters fear you then that's no, right that's yeah. right yeah. I flagellate it's cool. all, all relative it. <laughs> yeah.
5: it's all about that battle of wills as long as you are more of the danger than the danger that is facing you oh, that's
1: right I that's I believe believe that. That. Uh, this monk you, you're flagellating yourself uh,
4: would oh you... thank you for noticing yes well <laughs> it's 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 quite noticeable. <laughs> uh, I, would you say you're a danger to yourself? Enough. A danger to myself, only in the sense that I'm self-harming
0: Dorabash. currently. Dorabash, this whip is drawing blood, so I'm going to make you roll to resist your rage. Uh,
3: you might want to stop doing that right now. Oh, God. Stop doing what? This is my religious practice. Uh, uh, five, six, no, six, yep, six. Oh, God, oh, let's... Uh, Sure, is a nice day to draw blood on yourself,
0: Dorabash. Your eyes go red, and you need to attack something, or you're—you just need to attack something. <laughs> give me your foot! Give me your foot! I'm going
3: to cut off your own foot. I'm going to cut it off if of you give me your foot. I'm you're going to pull out my axe and start swinging it slowly but surely towards the foot of.
5: Would you look at that there? It looks looks like he's going into a barbarian uh, rage. Oh,
3: Looks
4: like we're initiating combat.
0: Uh Dorbash rolled a hit. Well,
4: uh, do you be with your friend? Or else we we promise to only slay him.
2: I fight with Dorbash because we are a family. Yes,
1: as much as I hate to go against another paladin, I must stick with my team but well, we are co-parenting. Mm. Co-parenting. The pilgrims hilarious.
0: lay down what appears to be giant bags of nuts, grains, and firewood marked with the cross of Torm.
4: Yeah, we'll have to bring this to the orphans later. Must taste the <laughs> and, uh, blood. And uh, prepare make the blood for drip. combat. Make the blood rain. Rolling
0: initiative, that's a 20 for the pilgrims and a three for the party. Pilgrims, what are you doing?
4: Well, you're the paladin, you want to go first? Oh,
5: certainly, yes. Well, I'll reach into my heavy pockets and pull out fistfuls of fine sand and throw them into the eyes of the raging barbarian.
4: Oh, smart, Darius.
0: That's nineteen 19. <laughs> uh, Dorabash is blinded until something can be done to help the, the sharp points of sand in his eyes. All right, I want you to look oh. inward now, all right? To look at the danger
5: within yourself. It is right, not my friend right. here practicing his religious beliefs. That's
3: right. Just the blood in my eyes, wash the uh, sand out with the blood. So I, I understand your friend, uh
4: you know, is dealing with some blood lust issues. Uh, oh, so have you guys nice. ever spoken to him about this?
0: Hardy, it is your turn. Attack them for me. It's just kind of his Attack. thing. There's a thing we can do about Wait, it. We're not sure oh, to take yeah. shame no, or nothing yeah, like I mean, that. No, no, no. no, no. You know, so. now
2: that he's kind of, uh, he's gonna calm down, I think, now that he oh. can't see me. Well, I'm I still swipe it you around. don't attack them, I'm about to
3: swing as hard as I can and sw- kill anybody in my way. You better watch out. That moose
2: is in Three, his way. two. <gasps> okay, I, I guess I... One. Fire
0: style. <laughs> <laughs> dragon breath. Fire <laughs> dragon breath. That's a 15 against, if it's odd, it's gonna be loquacious. That's an 18. So it's against Darius, the paladin. You are immolated <laughs> and, uh, and severely burned head to toe. It's so hard to move. Oh. 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 Don't you worry, so
4: don't you worry, Darius.
0: Pain
5: is only in the mind, that's, that's only right. only in the mind and in the it's body. only in the mind, oh I, uh, boy. I don't,
2: don't, don't <laughs> want to fight you guys. <laughs> but I have to, because we're dead. Oh, dead.
5: I'm, in I'm in so, so much turn. pain. Oh, goodness of Oh, I'm in so much pain. All oh, right.
4: Dungeon uh. Master, is it is it our turn?
5: It is your turn. Yeah, I'll let you take this one, oh, I'm gonna need to take i I'll heal reader. you in just
4: a second there, brother. Thank you. All right, Dungeon Master, I would like to click a little switch on my whip and have it form from a cat of nine tails into a staff. And I point it at this half-orc barbarian and I cast Calm Emotions.
0: That is a 19. Shield up! out! Uh,
3: that usually doesn't work when you tell someone to calm down, but alright. Fine. Fine. Oh, by the great Ah, uh, Can you at least wash the sand out of my
4: eyes? Well, once the blood's washed off me, I will. Uh, and then I tend to my uh, my compatriot Darius.
0: Uh, Lacatius uses a traditional chant and series of poems uh, to, to cure his, cure. his friend. <sighs> Uh, Dorabash, mm. hearing these, you also feel your vision clear, and the repetitive incantation helps you self-regulate your emotion.
4: I bandage myself up just to be a little more, uh, accommodating.
5: Well, here I grab go. a little bit there, Locacious. Oh, thank you. I take out my water skin and start pouring it on his flagellation wounds on his back.
3: I blush in, in through the nose... Out to the mouth.
5: Well, hey there, friend. It sounds like you're taking a little meditation moment there. That's good. That's very That's healthy. Good. That's it's very to healthy. channel your
4: anger in positive ways.
5: You know, it's all about self-care, have you? I, I'd recommend uh, looking into research and some of those uh, calm and spells that my compatriot here can cast.
4: Yeah, yeah. If any of you guys have any of the holy magics about you, I might be able to learn calm emotions.
5: And certainly. Oh, there's also an owl up at the abbey. Yeah, also. Yeah,
0: by uh, the name of Dulingus.
4: Nee. Duolingus, yes. Duolingus <laughs> the great owl.
0: Uh, Barnabas, you are vividly reminded of your studies, and actually, you do know Calm Emotions. This is a spell you can use now. Ah, yes, Calm
4: Emotions.
1: I've yeah, instructions a
0: small instruction scroll and I'll hand it to him. You've jogged your memory, and you're now able to use this spell as a kind of boon. Um... That said, you also notice while Dorabash was angry, there was this sort of red energy leeching off of him into the baby, who now seems just on the verge of a tantrum, uh, ready to burst. If you don't get the baby to this abbey and these monks who can hopefully help you soon, you might be dealing with a tantrum on your hands. Ooh, am I able
1: to use calm emotions on the child?
5: It does not work on gods.
4: Oh.
1: By chance,
5: a- do you have any celestial formula you could give oh, that Oh, yeah, yeah.
4: I know a god's child when we oh, see one. No,
0: ah, yes!
5: A-
4: Dorabash! D- uh, uh- oh, no. Was, you were carrying the formula.
3: Uh,
0: Dorabash, while swinging blindly, you think you might have heard a couple pieces of shattering glass.
3: Oh, God. How, how am I... Um, oh, he's leaking blue. I don't I, oh, he's I,
0: opening up we his don't vest there. Any, I thought yeah. that was just hair.
5: I thought it was I, hair too. I truly thought that was I hair. I thought that thought was it, his body hair. I don't want
3: to be rude. Yeah. It's, <laughs>
5: well, I thought the
4: same thing. Uh Well, uh, uh, is there any? I, I, is there anything left in that pouch that looks like Celestial Essence? That's really hard to acquire, if you know what I mean. Very
3: little, really. It's a uh, well. Unfortunately, guys, it seems like the bottles are broken. So. Sorry.
1: Sorry. Oh, if you oh. can't
4: get any kind of uh, celestial essence into that child, he might just explode in infernal energy. I'm going to got <laughs> about, try singing it another lullaby. about 30 seconds
1: shine Tom shine fill this land with
0: Tom's glory yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Darius and I we, we, we build a small uh, wall out of cobblestone and we uh, hide behind it yep
0: the pilgrims hide behind a small wall and as uh, Barnabas continues to sing uh, his hymnals the strange beacon that you've been following all of this while surges with energy and you feel almost like this licking flame of the crown itself start to affect you. It's heating up, it's heating up. As you continue to sing, I'm gonna have everyone roll, just, no, I'm gonna have a single constitution roll as uh, the baby seems to rebuff your song, uh, not wanting the soothing sound of Term's voice. 15. A 15, you all hug and huddle together as the energy blast of the child's tantrum goes 20. off. One. I love you guys and a massive radiant explosion takes over the entire clearing and we'll join our adventurers in episode 2 of arc 7 to see what happens
4: Ooh, I would have died without that nap Oof. Ooh, it's very nice of Caustic to let me take a nap in his lair hmm alright let me check on uh, let me check on our dad's uh, even let me use his scrying pool. That's really nice. Oh, uh, oh, it's password protected. Quill sucks. All right, yeah, predictable. Still nice of him to let me use it. Hmm. His desktop is a, honestly, a very well drawn picture of me getting stabbed. Wow, he's got the musculature. He's got the blood, the ligaments, that very keen looking blade. Oh. Those art lessons I got him are really paying off. Well, let's just check on our dads. See here. Oh. Hmm. Well, I'm sure they're fine. Uh, Everyone, thank you so much for listening to Arc 7 of Improvised D&D, Episode 1. A whole new adventure in fatherhood. And if you liked our brand of semi-wholesome fatherly content, we'd love you forever. If you'd share this with a friend, some rando on the street, or even an enemy, this might just bring you together. This might be the thing. It would also be an immense help in achieving the prophecy of algorithm if you'd be able to rate and review us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see more of what we're up to on all the social media pages, we're on Instagram and Twitter as Improvised D&D. That's the word and, and then we're on Facebook as Out on a Whim's Improvised D&D with the ampersand because they let us use that tasty little pretzel. We've got all kinds of cool little extra side quest videos and art and all kinds of fun stuff. And if you want to see what we look like in person acting like fantasy dum-dums, check out the Otherworld Theaters YouTube page where we've got pre-recorded live shows and also Sunday live streams. Also, we play drinking games in the YouTube chat when we premiere. Our cast has been Brutus Scale Swallower, Dragonborn Knight, played by the fatherly not-father Mike Begrowitz. Barnabas Starlight, human. Paladin was played by certified good boy Bryce Reed. And Dorabash Jones, half-orc, half-barbarian, was played by the stalwart Quentin Hess. Our NPCs were Kaylee Ravinsky, honorary Paladin, and Bailey Picorny, honorary Moose. And our dungeon master was Michaela Voigt. Her labyrinthian mind yields our ridiculous design. Ah, yes, of course, and reporting from the fuzzy fuzzy pockets of Hoggrass, the interdimensional audio beast. I wonder if Caustic knows he put his lair in you. Hmm. I'll worry about that later. Our intro song was Call to Swords by Tim Beak, and all of our Atmosphere tracks were done by Michael Gilfey. This is Quill Haven Crest signing off. Search for signs of the apocalypse. And they're just about everywhere down here in Caustic's lair. Uh, ooh. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to clean. (laughs) He absolutely hates it when I clean. He's always complaining that he can't find his ritual runes and his death crystals when I clean, but it looks so much nicer down here. I'm going to redecorate. Goodbye!